Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. What's up, Wikimaniacs? We are here to talk to you before the show about Operation Olive Branch. Operation Olive Branch is a grassroots movement to help the families in Gaza escape and rebuild now that their lives and homes have been destroyed in this horrific ethnic cleansing. To help out, we decided to donate all of our Venmos for the next few months and possibly forever to support families affected by this genocide. So please send your donation to Sean's Venmo, which is at Sean, S-N-T-P-O-D. The link to that will be down below in the show notes. And for the countries who don't have Venmo, we will have a link to our PayPal donation page also in the show notes where you can send money as well as a personalized note that we will read out on the show. Even if you can only send $1, please send it because every little bit helps. Thank you, guys. What's up, Wikimaniacs, and welcome to Reddit on Wiki. I'm your host for today's episode. It is I, your Pony Pinoy John. Josh is here as usual. I'm not going to give a crap about introducing him. Um, No Sean again. He will be back next week, but again, who cares? I don't care about my (laughs) co-host. I see them all the time. I talk to them more than I talk to my regular friends. Even though they That's are my regular friends That's actually true, now. yeah. <laughs> yes. But we have a very special guest today. You could say I'm outnumbered by the Canadians tonight, but... Timmy's gang. Damn it! <laughs> but back by popular demand, we have the amazing Underbaki, Alex. What's up, Alex? I don't even know how to respond to that. Like, I've never never been called that before. So shout out to Sean for <laughs> gassing yeah. me the fuck up. <laughs> Expect, like, a bad Photoshop of you and, like, a oh, superhero. A, a magician's <laughs> outfit or something. Oh, yeah. hey, you know what? If you could Photoshop my head on Harry Houdini's body, Ooh. I'm Ooh. not going to be mad about it. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. Gather around, ladies and gentlemen, for the amazing Underbaki. Will make my- something disappear. Make my <laughs> depression disappear, Alex. Please. Oh. Okay. I am Oof. not that. <laughs> I'm not that good. That's a longer process than just making a rabbit disappear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I am not an SSRI, an SNRI. I don't even uh, know what I am on that scale, but I cannot do that. <laughs> just coffee and chocolate is what gets me through mm-hmm. seasonal Holy depression. <laughs> I do Holy. not like both those things, so I got to find something for me. So. Just find your thing. You're find right. Your thing. You're right. You're right. That was Dumb so, puns. so Dumb motivational. Puns. Yes. Wow. My <laughs> stupid puns is what gets me through my days most of the time. Anyways, before we go on the tangent, uh, for the first time listeners, uh, we react to random stories on Reddit. Before, our job was to find them, but now we do zero of that work because our (laughs) Wikimaniacs are just that awesome. But Josh and Alex, today is actually kind of a special Monday episode because all the stories we use are all the stories that are going to be used today. They're all listener submitted stories from our Google Sheets. Oh, every one of them were written 
by our Wikimaniacs, not just a cross post from Reddit. So this is gonna God be that's exciting. So if we start trash talking OP, it's it's our listener. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't have said that. So Alex could have went ham on them. Just be like, this bitch is dumb. this piece of shit. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So and after the Reddit portion, we'll go to this day in history, written by I wonder who writes all hmm. our scripts. I Wild. forget. Yeah. I don't know. She must know. be good. But at the end of the episode, <laughs> uh, we have a This Day in History section written by the amazing Alex Underbaki of Weird Distractions Podcast. Y'all oh, gotta yeah. stop gassing me up because I might not hey. come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she might go start charging us more, guys. <laughs> And then it will be like that weird negotiation again. We're like, no, you're going to pay me less. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I'm going to email you guys later and be like, so I really appreciate your comments. I will dock $10 off my pay moving forward because I'm just feeling so loved. Every, t- every time we hype you up, we get a discount. And I like that. I like that. Hey, we'll take it. But before we get started, if you like what we do, consider leaving a review for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or you can do so on our website, Reddit on Wiki. Com, or you can consider being like the 250 patrons we got now baby let's go hell yeah and, and, we still and, haven't done our bonus episode yet for the 200 <laughs> we're sorry. gonna hit 300 by the time we get there we are so busy guys we don't even have sean today that's how busy i was we gonna are. say it's not necessarily well you're pretty busy but i was gonna say like sean's just on vacation for that's like two true. weeks so <laughs> it's just unfortunate timing <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Consider being a Patreon to get exclusive access and bonus content. There's some bonus content there already, but more. So yeah. if you are a patron and again, you can find all those info in our show notes, like just how every episode we have. But with that out of the way, Josh, Alex, ready to hear today's menu. Absolutely. Let's do let's, this. Let's do this. Again, all these stories were submitted on our Google form written by our Wikimaniacs. But this week's menu, we have a listener. Danos or Dan Dano Dano. I don't know how to pronounce your name. I apologize. <laughs> Dano's story of today I fucked up by making pizza pockets. Oh, so that's Sean, not a fuck I up. love you. I love you, Sean. <laughs> I had to take it because you don't check the Google form, so I just took it. <laughs> Actually, you don't funny. check anything with the show. You don't even gonna listen no, to this shit. <laughs> he checks the Reddit. He goes yeah. to Reddit. That's it. Well, I'll give him credit because he does have to check my. Like what I write for. <laughs> uh, true. And that's I, true. I, I do want to say thank you because most most of the time, all the pun heavy ones lands on his episode. So I know I love. he <laughs> dies a little bit inside and I'm every all for time. that. <laughs> every and, time. And I have to edit it. So I die a little bit every time. Too. <laughs> and me, I just smile. Like my soul just gets uplifted from that. But anyways, <laughs> next story. We have a disaster date story sent by okay. a Wikimaniac Wicked Pippin. We then go to a quick ad break and then we jump to an anonymous Wikimaniac who has a relationship advice story simply asking, what the fuck just happened? Okay. (laughs) That's the title. Yeah, I enjoy the disaster date stories. So Mm. I'm I'm interested. I'm excited for that one. Mm -hmm. And last story today is from another Wikimaniac who's asking to be anonymous, who's also asking for advice. This one's kind of dark on what to do when their dad gets too drunk. Oh, no. 
Ooh. I, okay. I like how you left the traumatic one till the end instead of spreading it in the middle like you did yeah. last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, Just I like fucking to, I, me up. I switch it up. You know what I mean? I like to traumatize y'all like in different types of fashion. So see, I think I think when we use leave the traumatic ones till the end, that's probably the best because then people can be like, okay, you know, I got some content. About half hours worth. I could just mm. skip the rest of the episode. Yeah. I don't need yeah. this. <laughs> Laughed in the beginning, yeah. cried never, at the end. You never know what you're gonna get from me. And it's like a good next movie. To, today's day. It's February 22nd. So if you look back at the meme that I posted today, I do what I want. So. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> facts. Yeah. Fucking facts. <laughs> Again, all these stories are submitted on our Google form on our show notes. A side note: We have over 2,000. Redditors on our subreddit now, by the way. So that's, yeah, I think it's rounding damn. up to twenty one hundred, something so. like that. Yeah, that was two, two thousand like there, two days ago. So yes, I know it's crazy. And like double our followers on Instagram. We got like four thousand one hundred now. Yeah, shout out to Instagram. Uh, crazy. <laughs> Laura, Laura boosted us so she much. Did. So yeah, shout out that's to Laura awesome. from that darn chat. Check out their new podcast too, by the way. And as usual, at the conclusion of this episode, we'll read reviews, comments, and announcements. So stay tuned. I'm organized. I've actually got those already today. Perfect. Ooh. Look yeah. at you, Josh. It's a rarity. <laughs> it is. But you know what? You're a busy man. You have a lot on your plate. So you always get a pass. Okay. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It. Yeah. But not you know, Sean. Not Sean. No, no. Sean, Sean no. has no fucking excuse. Yeah. No excuse whatsoever. It's like, he, he'll never listen to this. So it's like no, we can talk won't. all no. the no. crap about him. Although Nancy will listen, his Nancy wife. Nancy will. Yes. And she might tell him. So. And Nancy, Hi, you're Nancy. the best. You're the best. <laughs> Sean, uh, not so much. <laughs> we miss you, buddy. Anyway, story number one. Today I fucked up by making pizza pockets. And this is from, actually, it's the, the Noah. I think I messed up on the first uh, okay. writing. So I was going to say, from, isn't Dano's like a spice? So the, it's kind of like a food, but you said Danoa. That's completely different. <laughs> yeah, I think I want to say it's Danoa. Okay. Let's, let's go with that. Anyways, Fair enough. Today I fucked up by making pizza pockets by Danoa. Hi, I just want to start off by saying that I love your podcast. It has oh. helped me get through some tough days. And I used to listen to you guys while I was in the gym, but had to stop when I once laughed so hard that I almost fell off the Stairmaster. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I've done that. Listen to a podcast before. I'm like halfway through a rep, and I'm just like, God damn it! <laughs> I'll start not, again. Yeah. Not 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 to be a narc here, but I laughed at my own joke at some point. Like, oh my uh, god, so you're the worst. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I'm like, damn, that shit was funny. <laughs> oh um, man, here for it. Cause you know, I have to like proof, like listen, you know, like, okay, is there something? And I always tell Josh, like, Hey Josh, there's this part that like sounds weird, but you know, I, I, I like, you know, quality control for the show. But. Yeah, I do. I also do quality control. I usually leave most of it in. There's a few times the ASMR stuff I had to start taking out because people were complaining, <laughs> which is fair because it also irks me, but whatever. Anyway. Again, we're off, we're off track. We're off track. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Damn it, Alex. You're supposed to keep us in line. Yeah. Anyways. I, <laughs> anyways, for some background, this happened about a week ago now. I was having a hectic day. I had to leave my house around 5 a.m. to get to work. Had Gross. multiple meetings. At, oh, yeah. Disgusting. disgusting. Had multiple <laughs> meetings at work, both online and offline, and barely had time to have a proper meal during lunch. 
After finishing work, I finally got back home around 8 p.m. Golly, five to That's a long ass day. Mm. Fuck that. You better be making like six figures. Well, I can't say anything. I I I'm kind of like on that schedule. And I don't mix. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, my work is a normal 10-hour shift, but the commute takes really oh. long. I didn't oh, yeah. really feel like making dinner because I still had to study for a midterm, so I decided oh. to make some pizza bites. That sounds delicious. That's, um, that sounds like bites. the college. Yeah, sounds yeah. like the college dream. The plan was to put the pizza bites in the oven while I rested. When I heard my oven ding, I quickly ran over to the oven. I was excited to finally eat, and the smell was already making my mouth water. My mouth is watering right now too. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I'm starving. <laughs> um, without thinking, I grabbed the tray out from the oven without a glove. No. I quickly dropped the tray onto the stovetop and ran my hand under cool water. When my hand finally stopped hurting, I grabbed the pizza bite with my other hand. They were still hot. So as my <laughs> fingers burned, without thinking, I put the pizza bite into my mouth and bit into it. Oh. <laughs> that shit's like lava. That is like lava. It, pizza pockets and pizza bites are like... Lava, 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 lava. Fine. Instant cold. Yep. <laughs> it's like there's no, there's no fucking middle. It's like an avocado. Like it's a, so yes. like when avocado is just right, you have like 10 seconds to use I it before it goes drew. bad. And that is what pizza, pizza bites and bagel bites or whatever. That's exactly what they're like. It's 100%. Oh, yeah. dangerous. Love is dangerous though. So I get it. <laughs> <laughs> the hot cheese that came out burned my mouth. Instead of being a normal person and spitting the pizza bite out, I quickly chewed it while running in circles in my kitchen and swallowed yes. the pizza bite. That's yeah. the way to go. This is Hell not sexual. Yeah. I just want you to know that's yeah, exactly what swallowed. I would do. Swallowed. Let's go. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. And it burns so good. Yeah, let's go there. That hot liquid coming. Mm, yeah, Josh. <laughs> let's go. You got can I like that. reverse my knuckles? Like, yes, you can. Just, like, we have before. <laughs> <laughs> just take it back. Yeah, take it back. <laughs> uh, then I stood there in the kitchen for a solid minute, feeling defeated and trying to process what just happened. Then I carefully grabbed the pizza bites out of the tray and put them onto a plate and took them to my room. I got settled and picked another pizza bite to eat. And as soon as I bit into it, the hot cheese once again <laughs> burned my mouth. <laughs> oh. oh my God. I had to wait for around half an hour before they were finally cool enough to eat. Meanwhile, I just sat in my bed, both hands and mouth burned. After being defeated like that, I decided it was better to just go to sleep instead of studying for my midterm. <laughs> That's such a sad way to end the day. <laughs> That's so sad. I find like if you get like a knife or a fork and then you lift up the cheese a little bit, it usually cools off faster. Just a, oh my a God, a you have techniques pro pizza bite. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I was not healthy in college. That was no. all I ate. <laughs> you know what? I'm an adult and I still not healthy. Like I was going to say, I'm like, Ain't I still changed? buy them. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Hey, when you're in a rush or you got a, like a, a yeah. busy day, they're the easiest things to go to. You just whip them in the microwave or the oven. Exactly. Oh, and they're delicious. 
I used to be so obsessed with pizza pops that my coworkers would always make fun of me and be like, oh, like, what's for lunch today? Is it a pizza pop? Pizza and finally, pop. I was like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck all y'all. Because while you're scrambling, trying to find lunch or bringing salads, I'm having a delicious pizza pop. So Sue what? Me. Yeah. 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 You're me. having a nice, warm lunch exactly. while you're at work. Yeah. Yeah. They were just jealous because they Alex. wanted a pizza that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. true. get a piece of that pizza. I will say, though, the first cut is the deepest, and I feel like you should know at that point when it's in your mouth and it's burning, like, oh, you Yeah, I'm right there with our listener, though, because, like, I shove it in my mouth, and then I'm like, I can already feel it blistering, and then I'm like, well, it's already blistered. I'm just going to keep eating. Yeah, it's already (laughs) fucked. I might as well keep going. I'm ready to get hurt again, so let's go. (laughs) And then you just can't feel your top of your mouth for, like, a week and a half. Mm-hmm. It's, it's I wonder if this is actual pizza story or symbolism for like some sort of relationship. You know oh. I mean? Honestly, I was getting relationship undertones, but okay. I wasn't. I'm glad I wasn't the only one. Yeah, the first cut is the deepest, then it heals a little bit, and, and you then you get burned sh- again. Yeah, yep. <laughs> until they're cool enough to enjoy. That's exactly. <laughs> wow. And then sometimes, you know, like when shit like doesn't work out, you just sleep it off. So yeah, you just get I, depressed and quit <laughs> till the next day. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, Damn. Wow. Was oh, that the disaster day one? Because no, I that was not the disaster day. <laughs> Holy shit! But let us transition to that disaster date. But before wow. I do that, Smooth. I do want to. I do want to give a trigger warning because there's brief mention of assault in this. Oh, okay. okay. So Josh, I'm I'm going that route again, baby. Oh. <sighs> Makes me sad. (laughs) All right. The story's titled is, he lied about his identity, tried to choke me on our first date, and I wasn't the only one he did this to. Ew. No. Well, there's three strikes you're out already. Yeah. Like, don't don't even come up to bat, my guy. Just go. (laughs) So this one is from Wikimaniac Wicked Pippin, and the story goes as this. I heard you wanted more disasters. Disa- ah, I can't say that word. I heard you wanted more disastrous date stories. Here's one of mine. A few years ago, uh, my early 20s, I got into a conversation with a man through the local equivalent of Whisper. Is that a dating app? And is that Ringo? Isn't Whisper? Yeah, Ringo. Oh, Ringo, come here, baby. Ringo. You hear the disaster <gasps> date. She Ringo. came. She's so gotten crazy. so big. I know. Yeah, she's big. She might bite me. Yep. Oh, she's like. <laughs> Let me go. Yeah. Not this much love. <laughs> yeah. What is Whisper? Is that like a Tinder? I, I don't, don't know. Whisper. Okay. Let me quickly Google it. But I'm pretty sure Whisper. Is that not the celebrity dating? No, that's sure. Raya. Uh, Damn, Josh. You like knowledgeable in this shit? Uh, I'm just, I keep up to date with apps and stuff. <laughs> Whisper, I think, is like one of those where you share secrets in your area and it's like anonymous. Yeah, oh. so it's kind of like Reddit, but without the handle, I think. And I like, I think so. And you can like swipe I, through different secrets. Yeah. It's kind of like Tinder, I think. Honestly, I've never used it, but I know it was big in like colleges and universities for a time. I don't know if it still is. Damn. I, yeah. It gives me what's that app that um, all the conservatives were trying to get on once Trump got banned on oh, Twitter? It's giving me that vibe. <laughs> Parlor. Do you know what I mean? Parlor. Yeah. It's like yeah. if Tinder and Parlor had a love child. <laughs> I think I think Whisper is meant to be less 
uh, controversial. I think it's more just to be like, I don't know, party at this place tonight or like, Hey, I saw this, uh, on campus or like avoid this area. You know what I mean? I think it's kind of uh, like that. Okay. I honestly, there is probably controversial stuff on there. I'm not a hundred percent, you know, knowledgeable on the subject, but that's what I, I thought it was, uh, initially. So I don't know. Could be wrong. Okay. So a few years ago, I got into a conversation with a man through the local equivalent of whisper. We moved the conversation to Snapchat. The following week, we talked through chat. Red flag. <laughs> right. Yeah. Of all the Snapchat, red flag. Snapchat stories we've had, like, yes, definitely Every red flag. single one we've talked about Every is red flag. Immediate red flag. <laughs> the following week, we talked through chat, snaps, and spoke on the phone over the calling function. He had a nice smile and a calm, soothing voice. I felt like we had great chemistry, many similar interests, and felt like we were really on the same wavelength. I felt like I could tell him about my feelings and thoughts and that he met me with interest and understanding. He told me he was 27 years old. When I replied that I normally date men a few years older than me, that he told me that he was actually 30 years old. Mm. I, oh. I, I mm. guess I should have recognized this as the first red flag. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, but I also get in the sense of if he's going out of his way to make you feel that you could trust him and comfortable. He, yeah. I, but, I could, but like I with could the pretense that. of him lying about his age, you think he'd probably be lying about being everything else in you mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. to make you feel good. You know? Yeah. So like, like what else is he not yeah. telling you? That's what I'm going he to. He sounds very manipulative off the bat. Yeah. Off the bat. He explained, he said he was younger because he was newly single and didn't want his ex to know he was seeing new women. So he tried to camouflage himself a bit. Yeah, you shouldn't care what your ex thinks that much. Their ex is for a reason. So Yeah, unless it's literally the day after, which is there's the red flag. But That's the weirdest excuse ever. Something tells me they're still together is what I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> the more we talked, the more it turned out that we had things in common. He told me his name was K but that he could not disclose the rest of his name or date of birth because of a contract he still had with the military. Are we okay with using his full name <laughs> or is that let's, not his actual name? <laughs> let's bleep it out. Uh, okay. Uh, let me just, let me just go back and bleep it out. Okay. He told me his name was redacted, but that he could not disclose the rest of his name or date of birth because of a conflict he had with the military. He had lived in the U S a few years back and he had later returned as a commander for a local special force in some form of military training camp. I don't remember the details very well, but I remember that he told me that he had been on an exercise where he was in a rainforest to fend for himself for several weeks as part of the military training. He talked about his experience as a special soldier in areas where terrorist groups such as ISIS and Al-Qaeda operate. As I understood it, that was also why he had to, his, he had to hide his identity a secret. He offered to show me his passport to see his year of birth, which I declined. He sent me snaps with pictures from the waiting room at the psychologist where he supposedly received follow-up once a month after his time with the armed forces. Now, he told me he works as an air traffic controller at the local airport. What a weird request to request someone's passport. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that he's like offering it to me, I don't know why. I don't I don't know why that sits weird with me. Like the fact that he's like, oh, I can show you my passport. It's like, well, of course the person's gonna say, Oh no, don't worry, I believe you. Yeah. Wait, did he did he offer to show Yeah he offered to show his passport? Oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought he was proof. requesting her passport. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. And I was like, that's the weirdest why are we just skipping past that? <laughs> but, I see, I see. That I mean, happens on like the third date. <laughs> That's although, what that means. The third day. <laughs> yeah. Although, like, 
I could see why I could see the reasoning behind like some some stuff like when you're in the military you can't really disclose like some of the stuff that you do. You sure, know, I have that experience with that. Uh, but someone who is telling themselves that they're special forces dealing with all this and that they're commander one they're probably too young to be a commander at this point. If they're like in their early 30s, chances are they're like a junior officer at the very most. Second, but that's not something like. A regular person would right. know. Like and if she second, has no idea. Right. No. But right. second, like you don't someone you don't really bring that up. Like you have those expertise. You know, you try right. to conceal that fact as much as possible unless someone kind of like asks or like has that information that like readily available. So that's okay. That was glaring for me. As Fair someone enough. who is a Canadian and B never served in any kind of military force, this is giving very much like FBI vibes. Is oh, it, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but like FBI agents don't go full on and be like, oh yeah, I'm a fucking FBI agent. See, I you know feel like saying? I would. <laughs> I'd be so obnoxious. I'm like, Just bragging hey, about it. Hey, that's how you get FBI. kidnapped and that's how someone is going to try to torture you for information, <laughs> Alex. Yeah, Alex would get kidnapped. She'd be like, is this our first date? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Do you want to see my passport or not? <laughs> Like, no, also, we're okay. We're okay. <laughs> if the FBI is listening, um, I will keep a secret. You can oh. trust me. I okay. and you can hire me any day now. I don't know. I have a. <laughs> I've done polygraph tests, and man, those motherfuckers are crazy. <laughs> I can imagine. Oh my gosh! If I, I'd make an ad, manscaped ad right now because I really needed for like you know the ball deodorant to kick in during those times I had to take it. Sweating, um, sweating heavily, golly, profusely, my demon. Anyways, I ended the conversation with another man I had been connecting for a while because I was so convinced that this was something special. I had to meet this person and agreed to visit him at his address the following week. I brought a bottle of wine, had him meet me at the tram for safety reasons, they added. Mm-hmm. Uh, smart, by the way. Mm-hmm. When we got into his apartment, a bad feeling set in. Immediately, something was wrong that I could not pinpoint. I sat a good distance from him on the sofa. Everything felt off. Him, the apartment, the wine glasses that looked like cheap champagne glasses. And I remember thinking... Don't air traffic controllers make a pretty good income? They do, by the way. I don't know. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. They make a lot of money. Let me just say that. He didn't know my full name or where I was working until I visited him. So I told him about my job. It later turned out that, of course, he already knew all this about me. Probably from extensive research on me. I was disappointed to meet him. We didn't have particularly good chemistry and not much to talk about. I said I had to go after the longest 45 minutes of my life, and he leaned over to kiss me. Even though I was still sitting as far away on the sofa as I could. (laughs) Imagine how awkward that is. Just like... He like falls and trips over the coffee table trying to kiss her. Like, that's a sign. It's not working. So much chemistry. (laughs) And at the same time, he put his hand on my neck to choke me lightly. Although they put, I had revealed an interest in BDSM, but of course not with a stranger like that. But still, no consent given during that time. Yeah, like that's definitely something you talk about way before and not the first date, probably. I mean, if it's your thing, sure, but you give consent. Exactly. Oh, man. And read the room. If someone is like 30 (laughs) feet away from you, are you like that guy from fucking Street Fighter who has his like hand stretched and just like chokes a person or something? (laughs) Dalsim, I think. That's the character. Yeah. It's just wrong no matter which way you throw it. 
Yes. Yeah. So I looked for him on social media, both before we met and afterwards. It seems strange to me that someone didn't exist online in 2019. Search every variation of the name I've been given. Nothing. I also looked up his address and went through all the names living in the block I had visited him in on Facebook to see if one of them was him. Didn't find anybody that looked like him. Now I know it's because he blocked me off from Facebook. He had found me early on and tailored his interests and life story to match mine. What the fuck? Mm, mm, this is mm, Joe mm. Goldberg vibes. <laughs> I was literally just thinking that. I was like, this is Joe Goldberg. This is like... Is that Tinder Swindler? No, no. that's from oh. you. Yeah. Season, oh. actually season season four is nuts. I fucking love it. Oh, I haven't watched, I haven't watched any it of yet. it. Oh my God, <laughs> you need to. I, oh. I was so mad. Episode five of like, I need it. I need it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I need more. Oh God. Uh, uh, it was so good. Um, in the days that followed, he was very on me on Snapchat. Sent me pictures Ew. of a hand on his boxers. Messages suggesting Ooh. he wanted to sleep with me. So it's the old dingling <laughs> pig. You know what I'm saying? God damn it. <laughs> I communicated that I couldn't quite pinpoint it, but that something felt off and got the answer that he knew what I needed to be taken hard. I sent a message saying that it didn't feel right that I understood that he just wanted to have sex and suggested that maybe he should find someone else to sleep with. And they had a little dialogue that they put over here. So the guy, redacted name. Okay. And then the OP, (gasps) smiley face, redacted name. You were a bit too narcissistic for me anyways. And also a bit too big. But such a pretty face. Good luck for the future. Holy dude. Drop the name. I want to know him. And I want to go to his house and take those fucking wine glasses and just... No, cheap champagne. Cheap Cheap champagne. Yes, yes. (laughs) Holy just, oh. I, I mean, I've seen, I'm on like, uh, what's those, the Tinder, r slash Tinder. Mm-hmm. And so I see like a lot of the ones where it's just like guy switches up real quick real or nice quick, guys. Right? Like, it's just like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? You clearly did not care about this person at all. You just wanted to fuck or like, I don't know, your ego's hurt. So you just immediately like yeah. switch it around. Like how down bad are you? Plus you're like. 30 you should be over this phase of your life like that's like late teens early 20s type shit you're exactly. pulling right now holy yeah, just beat it off my guy like there's nothing <laughs> notoriously yeah. five times a day at once at one point <laughs> you're too proud of that <laughs> I was really bored. Only- but i was like in my 20s during that yeah. time so like i was just trying to you know like give context to your example josh i mean you uh, to give you credit, John, it's better than being a piece of shit like this. I, I will give you that. It's way better than that. <laughs> At least I wasn't yes. creepy and like, yeah. Like, <laughs> You're just creepy now to us. It's fine. Yeah, just to your friends. <laughs> yeah. And we did I ever it. get consent from you guys? I, I want to say yes. I, did. I think when we signed the contract to make a business, it was yes. consent. <laughs> yeah. I remember vaguely in the network meeting something about this, and I think yeah. I nodded and said, yeah, okay, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> He's. You're in Texas, anyways. It is what it is. <laughs> I, I can't even say any, I can't even say anything. I don't even like it here. <laughs> I'm trying to God get damn. out. Oh, uh, sorry, Sean. <sighs> I had told him that I had previously struggled with anorexia. I, I don't know how to pronounce that. Anorexia. 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 Okay. I had told him that I had previously struggled with anorexia and thought what he said was so nasty that I took a screenshot of the conversation before I blocked him off from Snapchat. 
It didn't take many minutes before I received a message from an anonymous account on IG saying, watch out. <gasps> oh. Which fuck out of here. Felt like as a threat. I was actually scared because I knew about his background as a soldier, a lie I still believed. Blocked the message, filed a report the following Monday. In parentheses, I put had a little to tell the police, no name or profession or anything. Really, as it turned out, he had used a fake name. And one week later, I got a message to my business, business's professional account on Instagram. And quote, how is it in the egocentric world? Did you get up and out yet? Check Facebook tomorrow. Wait, what'd you say? What? <laughs> That's what they just what how is it in this egocentric world? Question mark. Did you get up and out yet? Check Facebook tomorrow. So he's threatening her, being like, "How?" Mm. I don't even really understand that sentence. It's, it's <laughs> a weird sentence, but it's threatening. That's that's the main vibe I'm getting. Is that it's very threatening. Like, check Facebook tomorrow. It's is the he dumbest calling, threat. Is he yeah. calling her egocentric though? No, the world. The world. Oh, yeah. The world. Oh, Some incel that. shit. <laughs> I'm not the problem. It's all these women who don't want to fuck me. <laughs> uh, which also made me very worried about what he would reveal about me on the internet. Mm. So heard nothing more from him, but I just wasn't able to let go of the thought of this completely. I have a feeling I got off cheap. After all, I'm fine, but it touched something in me. How could I be so wrong? Why didn't I see it? How stupid is it possible to be? I don't feel like a gullible person by any means, but I like to give people a chance and I can't bear to face the world with the thought that everyone wants to hurt me. Now, I have very serious doubt about my judgment. Am I completely blind to people trying to trick me? Blind to red flags? And then a few weeks later, I posted on this whisper-like app again, got talking to a guy and asked him to post his snap. I didn't recognize the username until I typed it into snap and saw the bitmoji and his name redacted. Since I knew it was him, but he didn't know it was me, I asked through the app what he did for work. Stockbroker in a newly found company, he said. Wow. He's picking all the douche, like, minus the military. <laughs> the military's not douchey, but oh, stock There's broker. some people in the military Come that are on. douchey. John's talked about it. <laughs> and I, yeah, I've said in the past, there's a bunch of douchebags in the military. Fair enough. But stockbroker. Yeah, that's... Wall Street, That's bro, kind of like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting like, yeah, Finance, Wall Street, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Bay Street, if you're from Canada, like just. <laughs> Is oh. that our street? I didn't yeah. even know. Yeah, <laughs> Bay Street, Toronto, Ontario, it's like the wow. equivalent of, the the equivalent. So like, much Canadian less impressive. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, basically. Oh, no. <laughs> The entire story he had fed me about his life, including his work, name, and family, was false. This was the first time I realized. Later, I had a whim. Posted in the girls' channel if more people had been in touch with the guy who called himself his username on mm. Snapchat. And two girls contacted me. One of them called Redacted. Now I know his real name, his occupation, and his phone number. Finally. <laughs> I found his Facebook profile from my roomie's cell phone. It made me sick to my stomach to see his face, but it was him. The other person had been talking for, uh, to him for five months and met with him a ton of times. He lied to her about his name, occupation, and marital status for mm, five months. I knew it. He had a girlfriend he lived with the whole time. The other person is still going to therapy a year later in complete doubt about what was true and what was not. I gave his name to the police, but I guess he hasn't done anything that is considered criminal against me. 
The charges were immediately dropped, and it makes me sick to my stomach to know that he is still going on life like this, whatever new stories about himself. I don't know if he's dangerous or just a liar. The other person said she didn't think he would hurt her, but she thought he could be dangerous to women. So yeah, that first date was a disaster. I haven't had the courage to talk about this for fear that there was any truths in this threats. Now I feel like sharing what happened and talking about this man who has tricked several girls, girls over the last few years with his false identity. Ooh. Wow. That was yeah. the first date. Yeah. Could you imagine being the other girl who went on multiple dates with him? Yeah. For yes. five months. months. Oh, yeah. I will say props to the OP for this. Like just sharing it too. Because this is traumatic, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. this is yeah. even when she was saying, you know, I feel stupid, this, that, and the other. It's it's so sad that there are people out there that will make you feel like you're the problem when in reality they are the problem. Yeah, they're absolutely. manipulative, they're narcissistic, they're gaslighters, and it kind of broke my heart listening to that. Not gonna lie, because it's like, oh shit, there there's people out there that will just take advantage of you. Yeah. And it's nothing to do with you and it's everything to do with them. Yeah, I think you said that perfectly right there. Like and it sucks because the people that are victimized by that, they compartmentalize everything and think, what the hell did I do wrong? Like, what is yeah. it about me that's so wrong that people take advantage of me? And it's it's not your fault. Like, there's just really shitty people out in the world and yeah, they, they need to be called out. And there's different levels. Like, so full transparency, I have been catfished before on a, on a, like, I think it was Tinder or something. It was a long time ago. Um, they just weren't who they said they were on the app. And so like, yeah, I, I get where you're like questioning like, well, how do I know any of these people are real? Um, and that's kind of the risk you take going on, you know, internet dates, I guess. I know you were Whisper, which is not quite a dating app. But so I, I get that kind of like internalized questioning yourself and you're, you're are you, am I able to detect red flags? And it's it's tough, but it, it's not your fault. It's these people who... Mm-hmm. Are, are trying to take advantage of others um, in this online space where they can say whatever the fuck they want and there's no accountability. Yeah. Um, I mean, it happens on Reddit all the time. I, I, I've, I've heard many stories. So I don't, I don't know what, what advice to give you. Um, maybe go on dates on dating apps, I guess, <laughs> if that's maybe <laughs> uh, an, an advice I'd give you. Because at least then you're like, well, hopefully these are people looking to go on dates for the right reasons. I know there's tons yeah. of people who are not on there for the right reasons, but at least I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And it sucks now because obviously you have to process everything, but there will be a time in the future where you will look back at this and kind of take it not as a lesson, but as like a, hey, I actually survived this and I come out on the other end so much stronger and so much wiser and what have you, right? And, yeah. you know, it's it's unfortunate, especially I hate, I no offense to both of you because I know you're both men, <laughs> um, but I fucking hate when if you don't do something, a, not even a guy, because I guess I get women can No, do no, you can say it's, it's you okay. Say it. It's okay. Yeah. But, say it. But I hate when if you don't do something for someone, whether it's sexual or whatever, all of a sudden the table's flipping and it's just like, yeah. well, you're a piece of shit anyways. Like I yeah. remember so vividly in high school, there was this guy who 
was older than me and he wanted to date me. And I was like, eh. like we hung out once and it just wasn't, it was like this. It wasn't, we weren't clicking. Right. And so I remember messaging him after and being like, yeah, you know, like I really appreciate you making the time to like come see me, but like, I'd rather just be friends. And he went the fuck off on me. Like, yeah. well, you're just a dumb <clears throat> bitch who like needs to get Ooh. her teeth fixed. And oh yeah. Like just oh. like rampant oh, small, small town boy. Well, brain. It, like just that, stupid. But that happens everywhere though. Like exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, for the OP, like you're not alone. You are unfortunately people go through this all the time and it's, fucking awful that we as a species cannot just get along and just treat each other with respect honestly yeah. honestly yeah. well that's that's all it is right because like people take it to such heart when they go on a date and someone doesn't like them back and like it's i know ego. I, like all it, ego it is right there well that's that's why it's mostly men because uh, a lot of men have this inflated ego where they're like on the shit like uh and, and so whenever any slight towards them they they see as like a a hit to their ego they're like mm-hmm. lash mm-hmm. out like it's your fault it's not mine i'm i'm perfect like there's nothing wrong with me it's got to be you and then it's like you know take a look inside there <laughs> and realize maybe you're not you're the not shit God's like you think gift. you are yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh yeah and just realize that not you're not going to click with everyone and that's okay yeah. but you take those da- you go on those dates and you go okay what did i do wrong like what can i improve on as a person uh, on dates because some people are just bad at dates that happens and so like there's there's little things uh, that you can improve about yourself on going on these dates and realizing that oh okay maybe I shouldn't have said that like and that's that's like the trial and error and uh, you should see those as opportunities not as you know hits to your ego I guess I do hate seeing that on like social media nowadays and and I think because of how rampant like the dating scene is in and it's in an online setting now, I feel like people are just not scared to be douchebags because they have that security blanket of being away from the actual person and it, they can do so in more of like an online setting or like virtually, you know? Like, yeah, I, I'm torn because I'm like, I'm sure this happened before the internet. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Just, I think absolutely. the stories are more like we're talking about them more. I don't know. I'm not saying it's not easier to do it now. I'm just saying like, Oh, it's definitely easier to do that. It now. is like, easier to mm-hmm. lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but there were definitely guys like this back in like the sixties, you know, but, they, uh, but those guys were sixties were like being serial like killers, her- her- serial killers. <laughs> yeah. And okay. like, heralded us like, play- like playboys, you know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah. it's, I think it's just, again, like it's, it's just terrible. I don't know, man. Like, I'm just so scared of the dating scene and how, like, things are moving because everyone's just becoming so jaded about, like, what relationships are, you know? And it's, like, they have this certain standards that, like, especially, like, a lot of guys nowadays, like, they they just, like what Josh said, they just can't take... No. I see it as constructive criticisms. I don't even take it as an L sometimes because, like you guys said, you don't match with, like, just everybody. Like, you're not... You might not be compatible with someone, but that doesn't mean you're a terrible person, but just don't go full 180 and, and, and lash out on someone because they said no. Yeah. So Well, the odds of you being compatible with fucking everyone you go on a date with is zero, like 0% right. chance. Uh, so like, uh, there's going to be people that just, you know, you're not their preference, you know, you're not whatever, you're not six foot tall. So you're not, you're not in, you're not the guy. Right. And, and that's okay. That's nothing to do with you. That's what they prefer. And that's okay. Um, 
I mean, as long as they're not mean about it, as long as, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like Alex, you text and you say, hey, I want to be I'm friends good, or yeah. like, hey, that wasn't, didn't work out. Like, you just be like, okay, that's fine. We'll move on past this. We, I had a good time. You didn't. That's fine. And I think the hardest part is that everyone, well, not everyone, but there's people out there that think that everyone should like them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's a mentality that is so hard to break. And whether it's because of, I don't know, historical patriarchal bullshit or oh, if it's that. just definitely like <laughs> upbringing or psychology, like whatever age. it is, age. Yeah. You Cause know, that generation. definitely breaks when you hit like 25, you're like, Oh, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> and you're like, well, yeah. and it's just like, I don't give a shit what people think about me. Right. That like too, you hit that yeah. certain age and there's some people that just, unfortunately, I don't think hit that age or that maturity and take it so hard and then retaliate. And that's where it's like, you don't need to retaliate. Just take it as a, okay, cool. You don't like me. I'll just go invest my time in someone else then. But unfortunately for whoever this, the OP was talking to, he, a sounds like a serial cheater. B sounds like a piece of fruit and (laughs) C sounds like a really good candidate for I don't know, therapy. Oh, definitely. Just like, or we could do what he said he did and just dump him in the rainforest. (laughs) Leave him there. (laughs) He'll figure it out. Yeah. Let him figure it out. I mean, that's seer training. So like they have to figure it out. Yeah, they have to. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't think he actually went through that. So let's just dump him there and see what he does. (laughs) True, true, true. Well, that was a good conversation. That's uh, a, it's, it's interesting getting your perspective, Alex, because you know, it's always typically the three of us. So having like a woman's touch on that is is amazing. It's nice to have someone else who's been on dates on the show. Yes. Cause Sean and I, we don't date. So I, well, and you're like, yeah, I, I went through a serial, serial dating phase when I was in high school. Like I dated all the time. Cause I was like, mm, mm. small town, like what else are you going to do in a small town? I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel we live similar lives. I also came up yeah. in a small town. So. Yeah. And both in Ontario. So it's like the same yeah. vibe. Southern, Far away from Southern Toronto. Ontario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, yeah. we're there. Yeah, exactly. Canadians. So I I have horror, my own horror stories. And as soon as this one started going, I was like, oh, no, I've, I've been I've there. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. I've talked about, about it. town, boy. <laughs> talked about this in therapy once before, too. <laughs> Therapy is good. So if therapy is good. Therapy is good. Get therapy. Awesome. (laughs) Way to close it out, Josh. All right. Before we head to the next story, uh, we're going to go to a quick ad break. I I don't know what ads are going to be got going on. It could be Josh talking about shaving his balls or something completely wholesome. (laughs) Who freaking knows? But we'll be right back with Kamaniacs after a quick break. The warm, beautiful summer is upon us, Sean. And you know what that means. You finally get a tan. Low blow, man. (laughs) I obviously meant that summers are busy, and to keep you going on these warm summer days, you can fuel up with Factor. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every week. But wait, there's more. Factor has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, so you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your summer wellness goals with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. And if you want to be bougie like John, you can upgrade to restaurant-quality meals 
meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. And the cherry on top is that factor meals are ready in two minutes. That gives Josh a little more time to work on that tan. Drop it with the tan. Wikimaniacs, head to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code Wiki 50 to get 50% off of your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Wiki 50 at factormeals.com slash Wiki 50 to get 50% off of your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. Am I really that pale? And we're back. Uh, we're you here. ready for next story? Oh my gosh, it's 47 minutes in and we only had two stories. So let's let's do <laughs> a long, long episode. Not the the, uh, the next two ones are pretty short. So okay. nice. I, I kind of broke it down a little bit. Anyways, story number three. And this is from an anonymous Wikimaniac. Title is What the fuck just happened? <laughs> <Okay>. A memoir. <laughs> a memoir. Nah, it's just like a couple backgrounds. Uh, this has been a lot to process. I, 34 female, have been married to my husband, 33 male, for almost eight years now. He has been working away for almost two years, and we have two kids together. I thought everything was going great. I've been battling depression for most of my life, too, um, on top of being alone with the kids for weeks at a time, and I was starting to neglect myself, like not going to the gym and just letting myself go. I thought my husband would love me no matter what. However, the other day, he tells me that he wants to take a break. Get no. a kick out, you motherfucker. <laughs> listen to the next part. You gotta listen to the next part. That he slept with someone else oh. and he doesn't know how he really feels about me or the side piece who knew the kids and I existed. Bro, how long were they married? Sorry. Eight years. No. Almost no. eight and years. You, and you don't know how you feel about her? Oh. You signed a legal document binding your soul to this person. And, and you're children. like, and you have children. You reproduce, you add it to the population. And you're like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about this anymore. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like with no, no. warning, little to no warning. Like, oh you God. know, there's therapy. You can go to couples therapy. You can have a conversation with your wife if you're feeling and the side any type piece of way. Knew, knew about... The well, wife that's wild. And the kids. That, so that's yeah. even wild. I don't that's, care so much about her. Yeah. <laughs> like she's she's just a you know an the, NPC. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, that's heartbreaking. Ooh. So I said to him, "So this is someone who knows that we exist and was totally okay with this. This isn't a huge red flag for you." I've allowed him to still live in our house and co-parent because he is gone most of the time. I feel so betrayed. I did say I understand that relationships work both ways and that I know that my appearance has changed due to a lack of self-care. He well, has a, Go ahead, Josh. I, I, like, appearance should never factor be the, in the breaking point. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I, I, I feel at that point when you make a, a personal connection with someone and you love that person, at that point, it's no longer like service level you love that person for who they are not what they mm -hmm. look like and to me the op sounds to be taking in the responsibility of the problem yeah the problem is not theirs no it's the husband's it's, it's the husband's 
And so automatic it's like the same as last story, like automatically taking the blame. Oh, there's something wrong with me. I'm the problem. Yeah. It's like, no, you didn't do this. <laughs> Which I get it. Like, uh, I mean, I, I feel yeah. we've all experienced depression. Like uh, as someone who's gone through those bouts, like it does feel like it's all your fault sometimes. Uh, mm-hmm. And so it's hard to like shake that uh, and take responsibility uh, or not take responsibility for stuff that's not you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I understand that. He hasn't said much other than sheepishly agree that this is this has part to do with it. Uh, and mentioning her self-appearance. Um, another thing I want to mention is he had major health crisis in 2018. He was unable to work and I took on three jobs to keep Ooh. our family afloat. So not only, hold on, not only did you have to work three jobs, you had to bear children for his ass. And you had the fucking audacity to cheat on her and saying like, yeah. oh yeah, your looks ain't shit. Like I'm not That's, attracted to you. Because, oh my God. Once again, oh. drop the name, drop the Addy. <laughs> I will just, be there so fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're pulling I, up. I don't care if it's like down in Florida. I will take vacation time. Actually, it's way warmer down there. Let's go. Yeah, let's actually go. <laughs> Fuck this place. <laughs> um, he was unable to work and I took on three jobs to keep our family afloat. I'm really conflicted. I want to try and make this work. Most importantly, I want to work on myself first, feeling confident again, and I'm willing to forgive him. I suggested counseling. He says he does not really want to and that he needs time to think too. I guess I'm what? just, I, I know. What the fuck <laughs> are you going to think about? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Deadbeat motherfucker. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, I guess I'm just wondering what advice people have for me at this point. Money-wise, mm-hmm. I have my own bank account and he told me he would financially support us. Ultimately, he is the father of my children and I only want what's best for him. He quit drinking for four years and started drinking again about a year ago. And I'm assuming this is when his feelings started to change for me. I know it may sound like I'm blaming myself, but I'm not. I just understand how I let him down on my end. But most importantly, I let myself down by forgetting about me. Side note, while I've let him stay here, he keeps looking at me while I do random stuff around the house. I know there's feelings there, but I just don't know what to do. Oh, man. Who All wants right, to two, go first? <laughs> two people who have never been married. Let's give marriage advice. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, let me go first as the married mm-hmm. person. Yeah, 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 that's probably a best idea. Yeah, that seems wise. <laughs> I have thoughts. At this point, I feel like something is something imminent is brewing here, and I I gotta say it's the D word. Um, just because you sound you say you sound like you're not, uh, you say that you're not blaming yourself, but reality, you kind of are. But that's not your fault. You had to bear children. Bearing children takes a lot of toll on your body. And like you probably don't know it, but you probably had some sort of postpartum depression at some point. And some people just never recover from like that type of like trauma on your body. So it's also just regular depression. She could just be going through that as well. all, all, All that too. And the fact that you mentioned that at some point you were at survival mode because you had to work three jobs to support a family because your husband was sick. So you probably were not even like, didn't have the time to process all that information because you're just trying to put food on the table for your family. Well, it's hard to take care of yourself when you're taking care of everyone else. Exactly. You're taking care of like children and you're taking care of a sick husband at the time. At this point, what, 
I kind of found like a silver lining at the end of this. And that's even though like I'm kind of suggesting divorce at this point. It sounds like you have love for yourself that you need to discover. And you said you wanted to work on yourself. And the only person that can bring that confidence back is you. And it sounds like this person that you're with is not part of that equation anymore. And That's I was going to add on to that. I think he's actually adding to a lot of the negativity in your life. Like him being around and being like, yeah, not mm-hmm. attracted to you anymore. You know, like, uh, don't want to do like work on us. Like that's a lot of negativity that you don't need. And Um, it's dead and it's dead weight, you know? Yeah. And like you already have experience of like taking care of your family and you didn't need him at that time. You don't need him moving forward. Let him be with a side chick. And the fact that his side chick knows and aware that he has family, those two are perfect for each other because they have zero morals. You know what (laughs) I mean? So like I'd say, get on with your life, take care of your yourself take care of your children and, and and just find yourself and find that self-love within you again. You don't need this person. You just need to be you. Yeah. I, I the One of the other things I'll add is like, if there were ever to be a, a men's made with your relationship, he's got to take the first step to be like, mm-hmm. all right, let's get therapy. I'll help myself, you know, AA, whatever he needs to do. But he's not even taking those steps. And that's where I'm like Close with John. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, this isn't on you. All the issues are with him right now. Like you can blame yourself however much you feel, but like, like it's very clear that he's not taking those steps to try and mend the relationship. And that's where I'm like, if you want to like avoid a divorce right away and just see, take a break by having him go somewhere else for a while, have him stay at a someone else's place, not your place. Like really take a break to yourself and your kids and just try and figure out yourself before you try and figure out if he's, Him. you know, if he's making the right steps or not. Yeah. And, he needs to be, he needs to like figure himself out. You do you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey. As someone that's been cheated on um, and has taken that person back, not Tanner. Just clear. <laughs> um, I'm about assumed, to say yeah. Tanner. Tanner would want to square up, buddy. <laughs> no, no. Um, But as someone that has been in that dynamic, I can honestly say you'll never be the same. Once the foundation is broken, it's broken. Like you can try and fix it. You can put like everything to it. It, It's 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 hard to fix. And yeah, it's not impossible, but it is very, very hard. Extremely hard. And yeah, I think you both made a good point. Like. It sounds like she is wanting to better herself and do, you know, her own, not her own thing, but in general, just take better care of herself, which that's amazing. Good on you for being that self-aware and recognizing that. He does not sound part of the equation, though. Like, he doesn't sound like he is fully there to be a cheerleader and a support You know, it sounds like he has his own things he needs to deal with, whether it's addiction or mental health or what have you. Cats. <laughs> Cats. <laughs> that's zero accountability on his end. Too. Yeah. Like, it's that, zero accountability. Like. Exactly. And that's a red flag. And that's why I'm like, you might as well just take the kids and run. Like, I hate to say it. If it was me and like, Josh, you said it perfectly. I'm not married. I don't have kids. I'm just an outside person with like no lived experience to that specific situation. But if I was in that specific situation, 
deuces like fuck oh, out of here. Yeah. As a married person, yeah. I would do like I would peace out right away. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? You you don't you don't find value in me, you don't find value in our relationship and the life that we built, then what the fuck do I need you for? Yeah. Like, why exactly. are we together? So like yeah. don't waste my time, don't waste my energy, don't destroy my the last bit of like self-confidence I have. I don't fucking need you. Peace out. Keep those checks rolling in though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Get that child support money ready. So yeah. no kidding. And like, yeah, if you don't have to take him to court and you can just get the money right up front, great. But if he doesn't pay you, take his ass to fucking court. I'm sorry. Hell yeah. Like get that bag, hit the gym and love yourself. That's all we can you. say. And love your children. So yeah. you don't need his ass. Mm-hmm. Anyways, last story is from an anonymous Wikimaniac and also trigger warning for this one. Eh, slight oh. um slight mention of abuse. This so, is the traumatic one, right? I, I, you know, I, I, I did like, you know, uh, I staggered it a little bit today. So, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this, all right. The title for this one is what should I do about my dad when he is drunk? Right. This mm. I, 20 female, live at a home with my mom and dad, both in their late 50s. And my dad drinks about one to two glasses of red wine daily with dinner. He has a job where he has to go eat out with his clients a lot, and my parents both love going to a restaurant once a week. The issue is that my dad does not know when to stop drinking and has a low tolerance for alcohol. They gave a guidance, two glasses equals tipsy, three glasses of wine, and they're drunk as shit. And he becomes a petty, sexist, argumentative person when he drinks. I get really bad when I drink tequila or anything clear liquor. Like I'm the most belligerent person in the world. And that is why I avoid it. Yeah. I can barely drink these days, to be honest. Not not like because there's a problem. My stomach, my poor fucking stomach just can't take it. But (laughs) there's been times where like I've drinking like whiskey or rye and I'm just Mm -hmm. like miserable. I don't know why. It's just like. I'm grouchy. I don't want to talk Josh, to anybody. Josh doesn't drink, so he probably can't relate. But like I anything can't. like cognac <laughs> or like rum, I will say I love you to anybody. I'm like, I fucking love you. You're my friend. Like you're Good amazing. To Good to Nobody know. know. Good anything to know. clear, I'm going to jail. Like just straight up. <laughs> I am a horrible one. I'm and committing a felony. <laughs> wine, wine, like I am like, I'm extremely horny with wine. Let me just say <laughs> It's bad. My wife made me drink glass of wine, one glass, and I'm just like, "Hey, let's go!" Right. Now. <laughs> I'm gonna try and make you pregnant. <laughs> let's go right now. Oh, god. oh my god, horrible tequila is another. Oh, tequila is like tequila. Yeah, mm-hmm. we should get John wine drunk and then read a manscaped ad. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Tequila John is like not even like a regular jail, like penitentiary, like John, because it's it's bad. It's bad. I have. I don't want to tell stories, but I have. I'm gonna go commit war crimes. I probably will. I end up in a true crime podcast after tequila. Anyways, okay, but uh, you have to reach out. Let me know. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, give her the scoop. Yeah, <laughs> you need a distraction. I got you. <laughs> he then thinks. Okay, let let me move on from yeah. that. Um, he then thinks he is being unfairly treated whenever anyone dares disagree or critiques him and does not stand for any disrespect during those moments while normally when he isn't drunk he is reasonable and has a habit of not communicating enough but he is completely different when he is drunk i hate him when he is drunk or has drunk anything because he has 
Uh, he has kicked our dogs more than once when he was drunk. No. Has I'm get- sorry. Yeah. No. No. Drop the name. Drop the address. <laughs> I'm We're doing a lot of traveling this episode. <laughs> you frequent flyer Ex- miles. <laughs> Expense it to the network. I don't care. I have a bone to fucking we pick. Don't have that kind of <laughs> <laughs> um, because he has kicked our dogs more than once when he was drunk, has given me a push once, and has suddenly gotten up and grabbed my phone out of my hand, not caring whether my fingers got hurt or not because my fingers are bandaged most of the time, and threatened to throw my phone in our pool because I did not want to speak with him. He has also crashed multiple cars while drunk and has gotten into many screaming matches with my mom and me while drunk. I have the habit of being extremely vigilant when he has been out to eat because I do not feel safe with him and do not trust him fully around my dogs or my mom. If I have any interaction with him when he has dr- when he has drunk and he gets as close as half a meter to me, I shake for two hours after. And after an argument with him, I, sh- I shake and just burst into tears the second he walks away because I am so stressed. Now, the issue. Me and my mom talk about this a lot. And in my opinion, to avoid being afraid and having to guess what's going on to be that evening, I would rather not have any contact with him when he comes home after having gone to a restaurant, no matter if he was with a client or with my mom. My mom finds this way too overboard and thinks I am being too harsh because, quote, dad should still be able to be himself at home and I cannot be mad when he has done anything outside of the house. I would rather tell my dad to get help and stop drinking because he clearly has an alcohol problem when he cannot stop drinking and is incapable of not coming home drunk whenever he drinks a sip of alcohol, especially when his behavior is like that when he drinks, when he sees no problem in arguing with me, having pushed me, or being extremely intimidating. So please, tell me, am I too harsh? What should or should I not do? Any opinion about me, my mom, or my dad? I feel like (laughs) y'all picked these stories for me because <laughs> I have mild lived experience. Okay, so I'll be upfront and transparent. I grew up with an alcoholic parent. It fucking sucks. So I hear what this person is saying. It's traumatizing. It's hard. It's it's you don't know what your day is going to like this look what your day is going to look like the second you wake up basically. And because of that you develop this anxiety and this panic and this people pleasing kind of behavior because you are trying to make sure every, like the person who is drinking won't snap at you or won't get triggered or I don't know, won't get angry. Right. To me, it sounds like her, the OP's mom is trying to like not cover up Uh, the situation, but that's kind of what I was. Yeah. And I'm a good cover up. I was going to say enable. Yeah. And it's enabling. That's actually what I was going to say. It's enabling, right? Because if you're not addressing the issue head on, then you're enabling the situation. Mm. Honestly, if there is somewhere else you could stay until your dad gets help, because honestly, even if it's just like, oh, one to three drinks, it's obviously it doesn't matter how much he's drinking. He's drinking. Mm. Yeah. And that's the problem, (laughs) right? So. Was that Lincoln? That was Lincoln, yeah. He agrees. <laughs> he agrees. He very much Lincoln agrees. agrees. He's on board. But yeah, it's at the end of the day, it is up to the person who has the addiction. And they have to come to terms with the fact that they need to address probably some inner demons 
in order to stop picking up the bottle or stop drinking, even if it's socially. Like, I think a lot of people sometimes struggle with, oh, well, I only drink socially, but then when they drink socially, it's a problem. Yeah. And socially it's still becomes drinking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> drinking is drinking no matter what scenario you're in. Yeah. And until the person is ready and is willing to accept the help, there I, I hate to say it, but there's not a lot you can do other than protect yourself and protect your mental health, right? Yeah. So I, I, I gotta agree with you on that, Alex. Like, especially having like recognize like if you had an issue or not. And I know I joked around about all these alcohol things earlier, but like I, I did have problems with um, alcoholism. Um, I seeked help. And I think part of it was like the stressors of my job back then. And like it was culturally um, okay in the military to be mm-hmm. practically an alcoholic. So that was me. And I lived yeah. like a pretty crazy lifestyle where it's just like drinking every night to like blackout at some point and still find a way to like be functional. But as far as the OP is concerned, asking about opinions about themselves, mom or and their dad, like Alex said, the dad has to find a way to acknowledge that they do have demons and they have to admit that they need help. Um, the mom, I feel that they are part of the problem because what like what Josh said, they are enabling the dad because it's like, oh, they gotta be they gotta find a way to be themselves still. But also I do sympathize for the mom because there has mm-hmm. been situations where physical violence has been imposed and yeah there yeah. might be a little bit of fear in 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 that situation which you know? i i get but also like you gotta protect your child you do yeah. to a point like and you I understand yeah. um, like i like i said i i complain josh i completely understand that that's why like i'm more like sympathizing for her because there 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 might be that fear but like you said yeah at the end of the day the child is your priority well, and it as, can be both. You can sympathize and also be like, no, but yeah, you still yeah, for have sure, to for sure. take care of your child. So. And and as as far as the OP, like I I think you're doing everything correctly because you you can't just go up to your dad and be like, hey, you need some help because they can, they're gonna lash out. They're not mm-hmm. gonna think there's any issues. And exactly, you're 20. I don't know like what your financial situation is like. I don't know what your social economic situation is like. But Shit, like everyone else is probably probably. <laughs> but if there's a way where like you could probably room with a friend coworker, or something um grandparents uncles grandpa- aunts, anybody like any family like that. to probably like remove yourself from that situation like that's probably my only advice for you is try to find a way out because I, I i'd hate for you to stay at home where you don't feel like being home like you feel like a prisoner at your home and and yeah. that's not that's not a conducive lifestyle for anybody not only that, but also seek supports to like, and this is hard because once again, I'm speaking as like a Canadian that know, like somebody that's versed in like my country or my province's resources. Like I know, for example, um, there is like a, a version of Alcoholics Anonymous that's for loved ones and like children of parents that, you know, identify as alcoholics. I don't know if that's across North America. I don't know if this OP is from the States or where they're from exactly, but just in general, reaching out for your own supports, just because it's not directly your addiction or your, yeah, it's not your addiction. It's still affecting you and therefore affecting your mental health. And I personally don't see any issues in seeking those kind of supports for yourself, just in the sense of like, Hey, my dad's drinking is really affecting me. Right. And yeah. I think that will help 
kind of move forward in at least bettering your own mental health. And when it comes to the mom, just while you guys were talking about, it, I kind of wonder too, I wonder if the enabling is coming out of fear. Oh that's, yeah. That, that's where like I was kind of heading. Pure anxiety. Cause it's easier said than done than to like have an intervention yes. and yeah. do all of this. But sometimes you just, you feed into it. Cause it's like, I'd rather them be happy and be drunk and, or, you know, use what they have to use. than try and argue with them in the moment which which I'm not I'm not yeah. like asking for the mom to do like an intervention oh, or anything yeah. like that. I'm like I'm like okay, maybe you know, get your daughter to a safe spot or yeah. son, whoever whatever. Like don't criticize them for trying to distance themselves from their father, you know what yeah, I mean? Like cuz that that was weird. I'm not going to lie, that's weird. That's the part where I'm like, okay, you're now like I, I'm you're losing my sympathy there. I get it. You're probably afraid. And that's fair. Um don't make your child go through the same thing. Heavy. God <sighs> oh, damn thing, it, John. Good thing, good yeah. thing, Josh. Can we got do a happy episode one fucking Monday? Not. Please, <laughs> yeah. for the love of God. <laughs> when Sean comes back, he'll probably pick something happy. Yeah, he'll pick like four. Today I fucked up. So Today I we'll fucked right up. Back. <laughs> but when he gets back, I do have something special for y'all when he's back. But oh. sorry, Alex. I have to oh. save it for it's Sean because okay. you know what I'm saying. So uh it's but yeah. except Sean all. Except Sean all, yeah. Ooh. Okay. You like, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like right, that. So you know, reservation for our boy. So um, wow, that's it for uh, the Reddit portion, but stick around for this day in history written by the amazing Underbucky. <gasps> it's good. What is up, Wikimaniacs, and welcome back to This Day in History, a weekly segment where we go back into time and learn more about what happened on this day throughout history. Today's date is February 27, 2023, and holy crap, can't believe it's almost March. That is insane. But the historical segment we got this week is that we are going back to 1897 to celebrate the birth of American singer Marian Anderson. Last week, we celebrated the birth of Rihanna. And so our writer felt, hey, why not keep on the birthday train? So Marian was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on February 27, 1897 to parents John Anderson and Amy Rucker. Growing up in a family of devout Christians, Marion's aunt supposedly convinced Marion to join their church choir by the age of six. Her aunt and probably others heard potential in young Marion's voice once she began singing. And according to Wikipedia, Marion's aunt arranged for her to sing for local functions for a price of 25 or 50 cents. Entering her early teens, Marian began to make as much as 4 or $5 for singing, which was some big cash for that time period. Marian continued to amaze not only locals, but the nation with her voice. Despite her impeccable vocal range, she still faced hardships, including racism. Reports claim that after high school, Marian had applied to an all-white music school called the Philadelphia Musical Academy, now known as the University of the Arts School of Music. She was reportedly was turned away because she was black. Although this was disheartening, Marion preserved. By 1925, Marion had won the New York Philharmonic, a singing contest which would allow her to perform in concert with the orchestra on August 26, 1925. 
This performance would skyrocket her career, and she would sing at the White House, tour Europe and the States, and many more. She would reportedly entertain troops in hospitals and at bases during World War II. In 1939, the Daughters of the American Revolution refused permission for Marion to sing an integrated audience in their Constitution Hall in Washington, D.C. due to her race. Thousands of Daughters of the American Revolution members, including First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt, resigned from the organization as a result. Hell yes. Marion would go on and have an open-air concert on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, arranged by President Franklin D. Roosevelt and Walter White, Executive Secretary of the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, or NAACP for short. Marion would retire from singing at age 46, but continued to be celebrated. Her achievements were recognized with many honors, including the University of Pennsylvania Glee Club Award of Merit in 1973, the United Nations Peace Prize, New York City's Handel Medallion, and the Congressional Gold Medal, all in 1977, Kennedy Center Honors in 1978, the George Peabody Medal in 1981, the National Medal of Arts in 1986, and even a Grammy Award for Lifetime Achievement in 1991. With that, we celebrate Marion's birthday today along her contributions to Black art and music. Marion stands as a reminder to keep singing even when all the face of inequality and injustice. Eventually, you'll tune those unwelcoming and unaccepting people out. Let us know if you've enjoyed today's segment over on our social media accounts. Also, thank you for tuning in to this day in history segment. It wouldn't have been made possible without the following resources. On this day on Marian Anderson, YouTube's Lincoln Memorial Concert, Voice of Freedom and American Experience from PBS, YouTube on Marian Anderson, uploaded by Schiller Institute, New York Chorus, and the Wikipedia page for Marian Anderson. We also can't make this possible without our amazing writer, who happens to be in this episode, Alex, aka the amazing Underbaki. So thank you, Alex, for always providing us with the awesome scripts. And last but not the least, we gotta give a shout out to the patrons. I am feeling chaotic today, so I decided to read everyone's names in alphabetical order. So you might have repeated names, but hey, I'm feeling dangerous today. First up, because it's a symbol. Midscore, midscore, midscore. Aaron, Aber, Agatha, aka The Run, Alex, Alex, Alexa, Alexis, Alexis, Alyssa, Alex, Alexandria, Ali, Alyssa, Alyssa, Amanda, Amber, Amber, Anna, Anastasia, Andrea, Andy, Annie, Antoinette, Apolline, April, Artinag, 29, Ariori, Ashley, 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 Audrey, Bear, Be So Happy, Bex, Blue, Blue Raina, Brie, Brittany, Brittany, Caitlin, Carol, Carolina, Caroline, Carolyn, ooh, that's a lot of combination, Carter, Casey, Cecily, Chelsea, Cherise, Cheryl, Christine, Sierra, Kieran, Sierra, Crystal, Dan, Dan, Danielle, D, Daya, Diana, Dominique, Dr. Dunin, Drella, Ekaterina, Eli, Eliana, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Emily, 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 Aaron, Christina, Evelyn, Evelyn, Flare Prime, Flossie, Free Gnomes, Gabby, Gabby, Galaxy Stars, Graceful, Doug22, Haley, Holly, Hyphen, Indira, Isa Thunder Poop, Isabel, Itzel, Yulia, Yulia, Aisha, Jay Rich, Jackie, Jarell, Jasmine, Jen, 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 Jenna, Jenny, Jessica, Jessica, Jessiana, Jillian, Jojo, and Tejas, Jordan, Jory, Juice Machine, Julia, Julie, Kaker Ninji. I'm so sorry. Cow, Karen, Karidim, Casey, Caitlin, Catherine, Katie, Kawi, 
Alina, Casey, Kelsey, Carrie Berry, Kite, Kristen, Corena, Lani, Lani, Lena, Lena, Leslie, Lay, Likachu, Lillian, Lily, Lindsay, Ling, Linnea, Little Rosie, Little 5128, Lofty Andy, Losolini, Lunar, Lindsay, Mackenzie, Maddie, Mama, Deb, Maria, Mary Elena, Marine, Marjorie, Marianne, Meg Mystery, Melissa, Melissa, Micah, Michael, Michelle, Michelle, Mickey, Minna, Mitzi, Jane, Moody, Tacos, Morgan, Pappenfoot, Mrs. Christine, E2, Miss Doolittle, Muna, Nikita, Nate, Nathimi, Neen, Nelly, Naya, Nick, Noah, Olga, Olivia, Pandemonium, The Cat, Patty, Paula, Phantom Fox 98, Philip, Phoebe, Pikaya, Saigaud. Purple DC Bones, Queenies, Dan, Rachel, Rachel, <laughs> fuck, Raven, Rebecca, Risa, Renee, Rihanna, Rhonda, Ringo, Robert, Roxy, Riker, Sabrina, Sam, Sammy, Sarah, 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 Sasha, Saskia, Savannah, Sen, Shannon, Sheila, Shell, Shirtless, Josh, Dan, Siddhartha, Sierra, Sierra, Sky, Sophia, Stephanie, Stephanie, Stevie, Hi Stevie, Sunny, Sunnylicious Supreme, Susan, Tabitha, Tamsin, Tara, Taru, Taylor, 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 Technicolor Kitty, Tegan, Turden, The Quirky Ferret, Tiffany, Torek, Tracy, Tree the Busy Bee, Unicorn, Candy, Valentina, Velvet, Velvet Mold, Vicky, Victoria, Vina, Will, Witty, Kitty, Witty Made a Four, Your Girl Diana, Zenthalo, Zoe, and last but not the least, Asgear. Why aren't they in the beginning? Anyways, that is 255 of y'all. So much love. I love y'all. We appreciate you. We can't do this show without you. All your support is so much. And uh, we can't say thank you enough. So, hey, let's bring back Josh and Alex. And let's close out the show. All right. That's it this week, Wikimaniacs. But before we end the episode... Any announcements, reviews, or comments, Josh? Yeah, I got a few comments and reviews here. So uh, on the episode titled My Wife is Unimpressive, featuring the amazing Laura Danger, uh, who is awesome, by the way, we had a few comments on that episode on YouTube. So Stephanie VZ said, really loved having Laura on the show and hope she'll be back sometime in the future. But damn, are the men in these stories assholes? LOL. It do be I was fast. also not prepared to hear about MILF TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> MILF matter, <laughs> baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh my God. They go on to say, though, I love Sean's reaction to it. I'm pretty sure Japan has a similar type of show as well, though a lot more sexual from what I understood. Uh, the son has to guess which one was his mom. Either way, it's disgusting. Oh. Yeah. I was just on a episode with um, Ashley from That's So Fucked Up, the true crime okay. podcast. And it was all her episode that I was on was all about like Japanese reality TV shows. And <laughs> Japan, are you okay? They're <laughs> like, crazy. They're they crazy are, with will, the TV shows. I will see you in November, Japan. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> Another comment from Hello Hardbacks, uh, the pilot story, which was the the guy who was Wild. pretending to be a pilot. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> so they say, the pilot story made me LOL. I work in tech and my coworker actually has his pilot, pilot's license. Over 500 hours of flying a real plane. But he always calls himself a data engineer because that's what he does for a living. Flying is his hobby. There you go. 
So <laughs> that's how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then episode with Christina and Carmen, cut your losses, not your calories. Luna C said there was a glitch when I opened YouTube and it matched mashed two video titles. So it read Pedro Pascal still loves calories. <laughs> and that would have been a hell of an episode. <laughs> Okay, but he can get it. I'm sorry. I just have to mention that. I I don't know dude, how good looking dude. I don't know how I ended up on like that side of TikTok, but I am not <laughs> mad about it. <laughs> That's just TikTok now. That's on the side. Is real. <laughs> Remember when Andrew Tate was the whole thing? Pedro Pascal is TikTok uh, now. And I think this is the revolution we've been waiting for. <laughs> petition for Pedro or Petition for him to like make a, a sub series of Last of Us, The Last of Fries. So, like, oh, <laughs> with the calories, yeah, yes. yeah, has Hell to be with yeah. us, though. Yes, <laughs> yes, we came solely. Up with that, so. <laughs> um, and then, uh, Sarah Cunningham said, Maybe the pancake is an Okonomika Miyaki. Uh, Okanomiyaki, so you remember when we were yeah. making fun of yes, the, yes, yes. the lettuce pancake? Uh, so apparently it's a Japanese savory pancake commonly served with cabbage and they're so good. But it's the, you... the cabbage is on top though. Like it's not like blended into it, I think. Yeah. So I don't think they use pancake batter. I think it's just uh, like, it's just like a, a, like a giant egg. Like, yeah, probably something like that. Have you ever had onion pancakes? I've had scallion not. pancakes. <laughs> yeah. They're really good. Okay. Really, mm. really good. Very, yeah. Savory pancakes are we're oh. sleeping on them. We are okay. sleeping on them. Huh. Maybe I'll have to try them sometime. Uh, and then Alex will enjoy this oh, stories. No. So, <laughs> so the last story uh, John did in that one had a plot twist where the piece of shit was Canadian and he got <laughs> deported to Canada. And I, and I was screaming, please let it be Alberta. <laughs> and, and K strong said, it's definitely giving Alberta. <laughs> so, uh, I, I think the Wikimaniacs agreed with me on that one. What yeah. do you think, Alex? A thousand percent. And yeah. John, just so you know, Alberta is like our Texas. Oh, oh, okay. No. So they're a piece of shit then. Oh, yeah, I guess. What's yeah. Florida then? What would you call Florida? Uh, Newfoundland, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yes, you're right. Yeah. Right? Newfoundland, just, like the dogs? Uh, well, yeah, but like well, the, yeah, it's, also, but, it's a province. <laughs> yeah, it's a province. Yeah, yeah, it's on the East Coast. It's if you ever go there, they you'd think they're all Irish because that's basically <laughs> where a lot of Irish immigrants immigrated. Okay. Yeah. Um, but they are buck wild out there. Like they, <laughs> I had uh, my in the friend, best way possible. In, yeah, in the best way yeah. possible. I had a twelve-hour layover there, and everybody was drinking. <laughs> so oh, much nice. and i'm like oh my god <laughs> they are oh, yeah wild people um and then the last comment on that one uh jb said keep my province's name out your mouth <laughs> <laughs> we got it we have one alberta sympathizer here huh? <laughs> oh, we have a few listeners from alberta for sure uh oh. so that's okay uh i'll do i'll do one I'll do one review here. Get, so you might as well, bro. It's going to be an hour and a half episode. Anyway, <laughs> just do it. I got to edit this in a day. <laughs> it's going to be a quick turnaround. Uh, so it's a five star and it says my go-to for my mental health by LM. And then a bunch of L's after I'm not going to read them all, but well, Aww. you're walking uh, W even though you're a bunch of L's right now. <laughs> so they say, I have a two month baby that wakes up once or twice a night to feed. Your show helps the night feeding go by fast. It normally takes me an hour to feed and put her back down for bed. 
There are times I still stay up after she goes back down to continue listening. Aww. It's hard to turn off. I never liked listening to podcasts before you three. Thank you guys for always keeping me engaged. It also even helps my hour commute to work. I love you guys. That's so, so thank sweet. You. Thank you very much. You said you have a two month old and you commuting to work already? I guess maybe it was before. The okay, I'm about to know. say, I'm like, you need to put <laughs> maternity Just, leave America yeah, Are you take- from the U.S.? <laughs> I was gonna. I, I'm glad you uh, made that joke because I felt offense of making that joke. I've made that joke too many times. <laughs> so, like, I'm sorry. Boy. You should be home recovering with your baby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But thank you for your review. You're amazing. I, yeah. I am worried that your baby is growing up on the sound of our voices. Uh, so I feel bad for you. that. If, concerns if me. If your child <laughs> starts making dick jokes by two, I do not take responsibility. Starts talking that. in Canadian accent <laughs> or. Just walks in like, it's ya boy. Yeah. If, if your baby's money it's hungry, girl. it's yeah. not our fault. Then mow me. Its first words is Ben Mama. Ben Ma. Sean would be proud. He would, he would be, be proud. so proud. That's oh. all you got, Josh? That's it for today. Awesome. If you don't mind. Oh, actually, you do mind. But you know what? I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to sneak one in. I do oh, have okay. one shout out to give, and this is for user Blue93Nay on YouTube. I just got to say, this person watched and commented literally every single video we've ever put out. Yes. Every wow. single one. Through our backlog, yeah. Everything. Dedication. 130 episodes. That's at least 150 hours because, you know, our, some of our episodes go long. Way more. Yeah. Way <laughs> yeah. more. Oh, my God. So we notice you. We see you. Yes. The dedication is real. <laughs> and oh here we are showing our appreciation to you. So thank you. We love you. Blue 93 It is yes. much appreciated. We love you. All right. But before we leave, just want to say a big thank you to the amazing Underbaki, a.k.a. Alex, for joining Thanks us for today. for having me. This was Alex, so fun. <laughs> do you have anything you would like to shout out, promote? Oh. The floor is yours, my friend. I mean... I guess if you're done listening to this episode, you could wander over to Weird Distractions you podcast. Should. <laughs> it's a couple clicks away. It's you like should. a hop, skip, and a jump. We're all in the same network. It's, It'll be in the yeah. show notes, so even yeah. easier. Yeah. I will say the later or the more recent episodes probably sound better than the beginning episodes, but hey, it is same. what it is. <laughs> Yeah, if you're interested in true crime, paranormal stories, folklore, conspiracy theories, you just need to get distracted from everyday life. Maybe you dated a guy who has champagne flutes, cheap ones. Cheap. Cheap ones. Cheap, cheap. (laughs) Tune in every Sunday, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Wow. (laughs) What a professional. Let's cap off this episode. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Join our Discord, subreddit, all of that. Be a patron because you should and watch all our YouTube like blue 93 nay y'all slacking with maniacs, but tell your friends all about us and we'll see you this Friday for another. Am I the asshole episode? <laughs> and we got Alex again for this Friday's episode. So uh, we'll see you this Friday with maniacs. Plot twist. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
The warm, beautiful summer is upon us, Sean, and you know what that means. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every week. But wait, there's more. Factor has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, so you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your summer wellness goals with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Wikimaniacs, head to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code Wiki 50 to get 50% off of your first box plus 20% off of your next month. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. 